Welcome to Business and Money Mentors. Together, Mia, your business mentor, and Bonnie, Miss Money Boss, guide you on the need to knows to grow and manage your business successfully. Hello, all you business people. Welcome to the show. I'm Mia, and this is Bonnie. Hi, guys. How are you today, Bonnie? I'm good, Mia. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. We love this show. Why? Because we know our stuff. We were just giggling about this. (laughs) We know our stuff, (laughs) and we love to share it, don't we? Uh, Yes, absolutely. And sometimes we just think of a topic like five minutes before we're going to come on like we did today because we were thinking about what you guys really want to talk about, what you really need to know, especially when you're starting a business or trying to grow a business. There's like so much stuff that comes up that can affect us, but we don't really know what those things are. Exactly. And when you know your stuff, whether you are a coach whether you're selling athletic footwear, whether you're a movie producer, when you know your stuff, it flows through you and you don't even have to think about it. So get to know your business so that you can be successful. Because we were giggling saying, wow, only those who really know their business can can work off the fly. So we all need to work very quickly off the fly in many situations in business, well, in our personal life too, but in our business life. So it's awesome. So we have Absolutely. some info for the game changers here, right? We've named this show Needs, The Needs to Know to Start and Grow Your Business. So yeah. we were talking that the most important thing, and I want to share a little bit about my story and why I created um, – well, why Bonnie and I came together, but I first created a business um, called The Business Formula simply because when I came into this online industry, which you guys have heard us talk about, our our brick and mortar, our product lines, our online business, all of this. So when I came into the, the online business world nearly 10 years ago, it was very new and it was a little bit spooky. And I felt like a fish out of water. It took me longer than I wanted to to get where I wanted to go. Not And, of course, I worked very fast. I mean, people are – my mentors were just like, wow, that's just crazy. You just really move. We tell you what to do and you create it. So why we created this business was to support people who don't know how to start their businesses, how to make money, what's all entailed, because we have found that that this is the most difficult thing, and it's okay. It's somebody's blind spot. So when I became a coach uh, t- you know, almost 10 years ago in this online world, I didn't know all the ins and outs. So it's okay. We want to work that with you. And it hurt me to see other people struggling. So that's why I created the business formula. And Bonnie's the same way. She 
hated to see people not understanding their finances to make more money and to live the life that they desire. So that's why we came together. So it is important. I'm sorry, buddy. It's like, woohoo, Mia's on a roll today. (laughs) (laughs) So it's really important. We think the number one most important factor of starting and, and beginning to run your business is to have a coach or a mentor. Because it will save you tons of money if you choose the right people in the long run. And there's thousands of people out there that will fit your need. So, you know, you when you look at things, we've talked before on the show about the 5% rule, that 5% of the population fits us perfectly. And with over 7 billion people, that's over 350 million people. So if you think that there is not one person out there that can help you, you know, help direct you, that's incorrectly. That's incorrect. And and I also suggest asking people you know, but don't create your business by asking a hundred of your friends. You are going to get mishmashed and 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 um, confused. I was just instantly as I was bringing that up, I was thinking of someone that I worked with who had done just that. So his branding, his marketing, all his stuff was like skewed to a hundred different views and it wasn't streamlined. So Mm. having a coach or mentor is important. Bonnie, share with us some of the amazing things. You've worked with some brilliant, brilliant coaches besides Mm -hmm. being a brilliant coach, but talk a little bit more about, because they want to hear your lovely voice, talk a little bit more about um, why it's important to have a coach and a mentor from your perspective. Well, first of all, you know, when we, whether you're starting or growing your business, here's the truth. The truth is you have a limited scope of view, and that limited scope is to what you have exposure to, right? So one of the reasons why having somebody to kind of help guide you through, somebody that you can brainstorm with, it allows you to expand upon your thinking, You know, whether it be whether you're naming your product or whether you are naming your service or whether you're creating copy or whether you are deciding what kind of URL you want for your website, all of these things, like we only have so much that we can see on our own. When we expand ourselves out, so when we have other influences, we now open ourselves up to all kinds of new ideas that we never thought about. And... Like I'm going to give you an example of one situation where I started a business, I did not have a mentor, and how it's affecting me today in that business. So for those of you that don't know me, I actually have a an organic lubricant that I co-created that I market online. It's called Sex Butter, and I have another one called Boudoir Butter. So, But today I want to talk about Sex Butter in particular with this situation. So when I was developing Sex Butter, I did not have a coach. I did not really have anybody that I could work with who could guide me on anything business-wise. And this was the first – it was the second time I was doing a product, but it was kind of like the first time like in the area of things that I was doing that I was like focused on what am I going to call this, what am I going to name it, you know, what am I thinking about. So – I created this organic lube, but when I started thinking about how am I going to name it, 
I wanted to I wanted people to know exactly what the purpose of it was for. So I wanted them to know that they could use it for sex, okay? And I wanted them to know that it was, you know, that it was different from other lubricants out there. So I ended up calling it sex butter, which I thought was cute and catchy. And the reason I called it butter is because the consistency of the product is like butter and it does look and feel like butter. But the problem was, is that I wasn't really thinking about who my target market was at the time. And because I wasn't working with a coach, I wasn't working with anybody to guide me, I was just coming from my own limited thinking, thinking about, hey, I like, you know, I want I want them to know what it's used for and I'm giving them some information about the product. What I didn't know was that the person that I wanted to target to buy this product was not going to like that name. In fact, they would probably be repelled by the name because the person using this product that I was you know, planning on marketing it to was somebody who was most likely in vaginal or sexual pain and they needed some healing and, you know, they had kind of, you know, they basically were in a bad situation where they were probably, it was probably ruining their sex life or they didn't have a sex life because they were choosing to abstain because sex was too painful. So had I had a mentor to work with at the time, that person would have let me know that that name was completely inappropriate for the target market I was dealing with. Absolutely. Well, it's a fabulous product. And at some point, it, that aspect might be rebranded. Um, it's, it, it is a fabulous product. But you're right, because how did you know specifically, right, what you exactly wanted when you created Sex Butter? You had the idea, but, right. a, but, a, but a good coach would have pulled out the healing elements. That's why it was created. I mean, that's part of your story for that right. product was it was created to help with um, people who are going through uh, vaginal pain. So mm -hmm. it's, that's a very, very good point. I love it. And, and it's something not to beat yourself up over. Remember, everything, everything can change if it's there to support your growth for your business, for you, for the income, things can change. So guys, don't beat yourself up. See where right. you are. If there's a shift in you need it, then make that shift. It's, it's as simple as that. If we can stay calm in our business world as we try to stay calm in our life, then things move smoothly. Remember, our brain opens up when it's at ease. Everything moves and flows more smoothly. Right. So. So now, okay, so now how, how is that affecting me now? So right now, that is limiting my sales. And so I have to make a determination if I'm going to now put the time, money, and effort, because, you know, all of these things take time, money, and effort, to start to create a new name and start branding my, the same product under this whole new name. And that's something that I have to think about. Am I going to do this or not? The product is selling and the business is growing, but it's growing at a much slower rate than it would have had it had a different name. So, you know, so these are things, you know, this is something that will now end up costing me more money 
to end up going out and starting over with this all over again. Because remember, this is a product. That means I need more packaging. That means I need new labeling. That means I need a new UPC code. And then that means I need to completely start my marketing all over again, utilizing this new name. I have to build a website for it. So you can see where this could get to be very costly. And had I hired somebody to guide me right in the first place, I wouldn't have to be potentially incurring all of these costs now. Mm -hmm. I, I see where this could, this is very cool because if we had opened up the lines and somebody had called in with a similar situation, like I've got this product, it, you know, it could do better, blah, blah, blah. We would obviously answer questions the best that we could on air for the information that we have. I love right. sex butter. I think it's fabulous. I think that sex butter can be uh, repurposed with the name that it should, you know, that you intend or would like it to be. But also, I believe that keeping sex butter open as sex butter, even with the same ingredients, um, would be a very good thing, too, because you've already established this name for many, many years. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah. Okay, so so if I decide to create a secondary name, I will be keeping the Sex Butter brand because awesome. basically I will start marketing Sex Butter brand in a different way than the way I would be marketing the other product. So no matter what, I'm not getting rid of the name Sex Butter. I love the name, and there are people that do love yes. the name. So yes. bit, what I would do probably is promote it more for fun and health. Mm -hmm. Good. You know, as opposed to pain, you know. Um, right. So I would just basically change the marketing efforts around sex butter. Right. Well, and also around the, the new product. You know, what if it was healthy right. butter or something like that? So I'm just throwing out a name. So, um, you know, you don't want to call it the JJ butter, but. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I actually do have a new name that I'm going to use if I, you know, if I end up moving in that direction. I just have to decide if I'm going to do it or not. Yeah, perfect. That's, that's wonderful. Good. But look, you so know what? One of the things that I love about, you know, why we have this show and everything is me and I can talk about all of the mistakes that we've made. You know, so even... And, and let me tell you, the mistakes that we've made, so many other people have made just like us. So there are so many people that are going to relate to this. And that's what I love is like we're bringing out all of the vulnerabilities that people that are starting businesses or growing businesses can or will face. And that way, you know, you're not alone. This is a common thing. Oh, my God, you know, I'm not the only one who did this because a lot of times we end up knocking ourselves in the head going, oh, my God, you're so stupid. No, you're not stupid. You just didn't know. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out because we all, you know, especially if it's our business where it's our income, it's our livelihood, we get very sensitive to that. It's so funny. It's like the difference between men's radio show on business and women's radio shows on business. We can talk about how it's okay to switch and to move and you're doing you're doing fine you didn't know this it's all right so give yourself a break men and women because we have men listening to this too so give yourself a break it's okay and just pick up your bootstraps and move forward 
So we wanted to talk about business plans and what they look like. I'm going to let you lead off on that, Bonnie. So if you're starting a business, it's a really good idea. You don't necessarily need to do a full-blown 100-page business plan, but it's a really good idea to do some planning for the business. So the two most important things that I believe that you need to do before you start your business are the finances, so understanding the numbers, like what, how much something's going to cost, like how much money you need to start up, what that money is going to be attributed to. And then kind of once you start your business, projections of what you think, you know, how much sales that you're going to start with, you know, whether it be monthly, quarterly, annually, you know, and what the cost will look like around that as well. That way, you know, number one, if you have enough money to start the business on your own or if you're going to need to go out and get a loan or you might, you know, however it is that you're going to get the money, you might get investors um, so that you know how much you're going to basically need to start and run your business probably for the first six months. That's very important. And the other thing is like a little bit of a marketing plan. So once you have you know what your business is going to be, hopefully, because you, you know, when you have an idea for a business, you know what you want to do, right? But how are you going to market that business? You know, it, let's just say it's a product. How are you going to market the product? Are you going to market the product online? Are you going to market it in multiple ways? Are you going to have other people selling this product for you? Um, are you going to have sales reps? Um, are you going to have distributors selling to other countries? Like these are all things that you kind of need to know before you start your business. It doesn't mean you need to know when each of these things is going to happen, but you need to have the ideas of how you're going to be selling your product or service, especially if you're talking to an investor about investing money with you or a bank about giving you a loan. They're going to be asking these things, and they're going to want you to have answers that make them want to invest with you. Like, you know, if you give them an answer like, well, I don't know, maybe I'm going to do this, or you know what, maybe I'll think about doing this, you're not going to get somebody to invest money with you if that's where you're at. You need to be clear and concise and confident that this is the direction that you're going, and maybe you're going to start out with this, but then you're going to expand in, you know, selling this way and that way. and they need to see the growth of the business. They want to see your vision. So if you're not comfortable explaining that vision to them, you're not going to get money from them. Right. Now, from the business standpoint, before the finance, Bonnie brought up the good point. You have to know what you want to create, be, or do. So if you want to have a pet store, then you know you're going to have to have a location if you're not an online pet store. You know you're going to have to have a location You know you're going to have to have products. You might possibly want pets in the store. You have to check into your licenses, your insurances, and all that. So Mm -hmm. with all that, that gets put into the pot of the finance so that you know exactly how much you will need to start, like Bonnie's saying. There are things you can download online. They probably already charts and graphs that come with your computer system already. Create a plan where you want to start where you want to expand to, what location you want, 
how far your reach out is. If you want to be just locally in your city, if, if you also have a website that you sell stuff online, you want to be international or, or at least within the United States, these are things that you get to. Now, I say you get to choose. These are things that were not available to the world 30 years ago, not even quite 25, pro- probably close to, to, to 20. But the world has changed. So when you think that all these things are here to bless you, that the world is your oyster, you can create the most amazing things that you want to create. I always say, think big. Think as big as you can, because when you expand your awareness out of exactly what you want, you can always bring it back in to start, take the first steps and then to build it out. So it's very, very important. Um, Love what Bonnie said about the finances. We also um, recommend that you get your, you know, you go to your county. We've talked about this before on air that you go to your uh, county records and you get the name of your business. You do your DBA and you start there and then you, you move out from there. You decide, um, what kind of licenses you'll need. You have to have a resale license if you're selling things. There's there's a lot of great, great things out there for you to build and grow your business without getting fear. We talked um, also on Bonnie's side, what kind of bank accounts you want to set up? What's necessary? When, it, when are you supposed to bring in an attorney? Are you going... Okay, these are for you, Bonnie. <laughs> yeah, are exactly. You to, are you going to be corporate, you know, a corporation? Are you going to start out small and grow into that? These are things that you need to know. The floor is yours, Miss Bonnie. Well, and if you're going to take investors into a business, then most likely you're going to probably have to start some type of corporation because I don't. Most investors are not going to invest when there's basically no legal protection. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if you are taking investors into your business you need to determine what kind of entity you're going to set up. Are you going to set up an LLC? Are you going to set up an S-Corp or a C-Corp? Um, and each of those things have different ramifications. So one of the things that you need to do is have guidance on what is, what is best for you based on the business that you're set up. Like I'm going to give you an example. When I set up my accounting practice, I was guided to set up an S-Corp. So that's a corporation where whatever profit is left at the end of the day ends up passing through to me personally. So at the end of the year, if my business shows $20,000 of profit, even though I may have taken a salary of $50,000, I also have profit of $20,000 that I'm going to have to deal with on my tax return. If you're guided to set up an LLC, that's a limited liability corporation, then, you know, then that's the same situation where it's a pass-through situation. So whoever the members are of the LLC, so owners, you have an owner in a corporation and you have a member in an LLC. It's the same thing, okay? It's just different terminology. And so... The money, whatever the profit is at the end of the day in the LLC, passes through to the members. So, you know, if you're 50% of a member and somebody else is 20%, 50% of the profits at the end of the year are going to pass down through to you personally. So there are different types of structures and there are different ramifications and you do, should be talking to whoever files your taxes as to what would be best for you. 
so that you know how to set up things right from the start because every time you set up a corporation, it can cost you thousands of dollars. Okay, so you want to set up the right thing the first time the right way. Absolutely. Beautiful. Um, we're going to talk about marketing, but before we talk about marketing, we're going to talk about um, branding because branding, exactly like what Bonnie was saying, if she had had a branding coach or a business coach that covered all that, they would have brought up who does she want to reach, what type of person, how can this move forward, and they would. Branding is not just about, um, you know, it's very, it's very expansive. So it's not just about colors, it's not just about design, it's about who you're going to reach, what your message is, everything, um, the personal touches. We've talked before on this show about. Your website needs to reflect as if it's the UX, which is a user experience. Mm -hmm. You want people to feel like they're actually coming into your office, your space, your store, and meeting with you in person. So that would be a good branding, whereas if you came into my website to see it, you would know exactly what you're getting. You would know it would all be created so that it's it's user friendly. Everything needs to be user friendly for the world. So, briefly, um, write down all those aspects, such as we spoke about. Um, where is who's it for? Where is it going to? What is your reach? What's the feel? And we're just giving a quick overview here. What's mm-hmm. the feel of your business? What colors make you know, connect you with that. What message do you want to get out to the world? Um, People want to know that they're buying sex butter because the story is so powerful of how it was created. People know that they want to um, have the services of Love Alchemy because, which is my other company, because they know that there's deep healing through trauma, um, you know, healing trauma. So, you have to make it really clear what your message, your intent is for, for the world. So with all your businesses, Bonnie, do you want to uh, <laughs> a, little, a little bit here about this kind of branding too so that they hear you as well? Okay. So, okay, so with my, okay, so with my financial business, right, um, now I have a business coach, okay, so when Mia and I decided, like when we decided to partner and we decided to put, you know, business and finance together in one package because nobody's doing that, and here's the thing, nobody knows about what's going on with the finances in their business. So they may be having a business, but most businesses are not that successful because they don't understand the financial part. And you have to understand the financial parts in order to be able to, you know, really grow your business well and really make the money that you should be making. So when, so when I was starting, you know, when I decided to start the money coaching, now I had my accounting business. I've had that for 25 years. And I'm going to tell you right now that I have no online website or anything for that. I get all of my clients through referrals of CPAs. So I built up a completely different marketing plan of how that business was going to get clients. And it has been extremely successful for me. 
And it doesn't mean that I shouldn't put up a website, but I'm going to be honest with you and tell you that I don't have one right now. Okay. Now, so for the financial coaching, so I had nothing out there in the money game, right? So for our financial coaching, because I did have a business coach, I did a, a, an incredible photo shoot that I came out with like all kinds of money stuff that are really fun, great images that I can use for all kinds of marketing and stuff. And I, and I term myself the money boss, Ms. Money Boss. So I even gave myself a title in that business. And all of those things represent exactly who I am. It is my energy. It is the way, the type of person that I am because I definitely come from a more masculine place than most women do. And that's because I'm very, very logical. And so a lot of my masculine energy comes out to play when we talk about money and finance and business. And even though I look feminine, you know, my, my level of thinking comes from a more masculine place on that stuff. And this is not, I'm not negating anything. I'm giving you information about me. The thing that's great about being in your masculine around money is that you end up thinking about money differently. And so what do I want to do? I want to help people think about money differently. So I was able to really, when me and I created our website, we have both the business and the financial stuff. And you can look at our website at businessandfinancementoring.com. And also, I do want to point to something that's really great that I think would be very valuable for you is on our site, we have an ebook that is to transform your business with our free 20 tips to start, grow, and succeed in business. A lot of those tips are some things that we're talking about, but they go into them in deeper, deeper levels. So if you want to go to our website, businessandfinancementoring.com, and grab that book for yourself, that would be a super good start because it really kind of gives you some starting points of what you really need just to start your business. It's a free resource. I mean, hell, what have you got to lose? Nothing, right? So that's a great starting point. And it has a lot of the things that we're talking about and going into it on deeper levels in that book. So... I think that that's super important. I was able to create, like even on our radio show, I was able to use images that I took, you know, that I got out of my photo shoot so that we could create our page for our radio show because nobody talks about the money in business. People are just talking about business. And I've never heard anybody, the financial programs that I've heard are all about investing, Ours is not about investing. We're talking about how to manage the money in your business. That's important stuff because you know what? Mm-hmm. You're not going to have any money to invest if you don't, if you're not able to keep some of the money that you're making from your business, right? Right, right. Um, you brought out some good points about branding, and one of them is, like we had said before, people need to know who you are in this world. We've gotten um, so almost detached from the personal aspects with people on a day-to-day basis because the Internet is so big, people hide behind their computers, et cetera, et cetera. You all know what I'm talking about. You've all experienced <laughs> it. So, um, so literally, having out there, people want to know who you are. 
I know that I've heard from thousands of people who've written me over over the years about they like my story. They know who I am. They feel comfortable. My point of sharing this is have them feel comfortable. Starbucks is a huge brand. Now, whether you like Starbucks or not, that's not the point. The point, and just like Coca-Cola, the point is, is they are so recognizable that if Starbucks went out for some unknown reason, you know that when the founders of Starbucks creates another company, you're going to go there fast because you know that whatever product they create is going to be something that you're probably going to enjoy. They've already built a rep by showing you who they are. Their branding is out there. You feel comfortable. So with you as the individual creating your branding, as Bonnie said, she took some, and I'll say kick ass because they were photos. We all have to take a personal photo type session. If that is a pro, you know, if that is, we are part of our product. Now, Starbucks, we obviously don't see the founders <laughs> dancing around their website pages, um, but they do photograph their uh, product very well, and they have that out. So my point is, is having a good photo session is very important. If you have um, a product line or a store um, that doesn't necessarily, like some businesses will bring in their people. You meet our people. And so you go to the Meet Our People page and you get to see how fun the people that work at agencies or, you know, stores, things like that, how important they are to that business. Those people are what runs the business. That connection from the employee to the outside world is a representation of the business. So remember to include that. Remember, again, to make it feel like you. When I had my very first website, I knew nothing what to do. I hired a coder, a all this, you know, crazy stuff. It was ungodly expensive for three pages. Didn't know what I was doing. And in fact, look, he knew what he was doing, but I didn't. So when I look at some people's websites, you know, I will always look at your website first. And sometimes I cringe because it's not about um, just about you. It's about what people will receive. So... Over the years, we evolve, we grow, we learn, we progress. So keep that in mind, that your website is highly important. Now, the other aspect, moving into the marketing part of it, is you can market in many different ways. There are, there are so many, and I say get out there to as much as you can. There's um, social media. There's ads in magazines besides social media. There's all sorts of ways. There's getting on a ton of different people's websites, writing articles um, that are part of your branding. Bonnie, you're really good at marketing too. So what are some of that I haven't spoken of? What are some of the ideas that just quick about marketing for people? Well, like for instance, I, I think like even like, let's say you're doing a radio show too taking snippets of the radio show and in, maybe maybe creating a blog yes. post, you know, yes. and writing, you know what I mean, like a snippet. So basically you can take a lot of the, for instance, a lot of the stuff that you're doing, so whether you do a video or you're doing audio or you're writing, taking some of those things and using them in different formats. So for instance, if I was writing a blog post or I was doing a radio show, Maybe I would basically take something I was talking about in the radio show and create a blog post out of it. And then maybe what I would do is create, you know, a, one of the images that I have 
that I got from my photo shoot, and I might put different messages that came out from the radio show on those, you know, one on each picture, and and then have my website on the photo as well at the bottom, and maybe I'll put, you know, valuable messages out there that I send out on a regular basis so that they're seeing my website, they're seeing value, they're getting information that is important for them. They're, you know, sometimes you just, I don't know about you, Mia, but I know that there have been many times where I could be on social media and I just read this like one sentence that people, you know, somebody posts and it's like, wow, I needed to hear that today. I needed to see that right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Like it was perfect, right. right? Those those little, those memes, they're called memes a lot of times, which are the images with wording on them, that could be like that that piece of information, that vital piece that somebody needed at that particular moment in time that was like, that saved them. Oh, my God. So you never know what somebody's looking at or or anything. And so you just have to be consistent with what you're doing and make sure that you're taking the information that you have and repurposing it. And it makes it so much simpler if you do it that way. In fact, I was just talking to my business coach this morning about this is that, you know, I don't feel like I want to do so much writing anymore. So I want to do most of my stuff on video and audio. So we were talking about how to take that information and repurpose it. So maybe instead of doing a blog post, right, maybe I'm going to, maybe I will do a blog post that has like two sentences in it and then the audio or the video, just talking about mm-hmm. what it's about. So exactly. there are so many ways that you can repurpose things and save a ton of money. Also, um, everyone, you should all have a YouTube account for your business. Um, they're very important. You can get a lot of business flowing through there. Remember, Google and YouTube are married, so you have to have a Gmail account in order to create uh, YouTube. But I want to share with you guys how important it is. One, you get your recognition by the content that you put up. There are, there are some businesses that get more attention than others, and that's okay. And we're talking about like dating um, coaches or shows, that type of stuff. They seem to get millions. Business stuff, some business stuff does. Um, the point is, is get your stuff out. We had tracked um, in 14 and 15, 2014 and 15, what came in off of our YouTube. Now, I'm not talking about the money that you can monetize on your channel. I've monetized for years and I've never checked, you know, any of that stuff. I don't care. What I care about is the actual people who have seen me on my YouTube channel by Googling me or somebody else and have come through as clients. 70% of my income came from my YouTube channel in 14 and 15. That's a lot of freaking money. I was trying to figure out how wow. to explain that without, without getting in trouble on air. <laughs> yeah. So it's really, um, it's really important to understand this stuff. It's about tagging. It's about your subject lines on there. There are so many people out there saying, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. So what you do, write down the ideas of putting your stuff out there. And then look from a lot of people. 
if things are repeated, you know that those are ones that are important, right? And if they're not, but they seem to fit you, use them too. I love how Bonnie said, and I recommend this to all my people, no matter what it is. We have a book coming out, um, it, it looks like in June, Love Revolution. So the other half of me assigns is this love activist. And so Love Revolution will also have a little documentary and all this. So we are already starting putting stuff out by I've been taking the quotes out of the out of the chapters from all the coaches that are you know, it's actually a bridge book where they tell part of their story and they coach you through it so that you can actually move. So we're taking snippets of that and putting it out. There's also video clips for the documentary that we'll be taking, you know, little tiny clips of people and putting it out everywhere. The more expansion you can have, the greater, the better, and all that. Also, most of us have an email list attached to our website. If you don't, you must have an email list. You must have your opt-in. Now, when Bonnie was sharing with you about our 20 top tips that are really great, she said, go to our website and sign up for it. That is our email list, which means that you'll be getting amazing content on a regular basis from us, not, you know, not more than probably once a week, if even that much, but you will be getting some great stuff. This is where, for many businesses, where your money comes from as well, is your email list. So you market to your email list. You market to the world. As an international person myself, and Bonnie is too, she has text butter in, in a lot of different countries. So are people buying from that. So And mine were from my CDs. So as people get to know you and you move around, your expansion is great. This is I can't say it enough. We we're ordinary people in this world and we can become whatever we want. And in today's world in business it, with the internet and all this, we have the ability to expand to such great heights that used to probably, you know, 30 years ago if we thought, "Oh, I want to be a real big international business." You couldn't be because you didn't know how to get out there. You know, you'd have to have a lot of money behind you, like Coca-Cola and all these other ones that become international. Today, there are different ways in which to market that. So don't overlook or don't leave any stones unturned. Seek and search what works best for you. Now, not every single person will know how to market in the exact same way to bring in greatness. So that's why it's something that you need to study, something you need to learn, something you need to be coached in. But just know that you can expand out. You know, remember years ago, there used to be something called the Yellow Pages. Oh, <laughs> my God, the Yellow Pages. <laughs> what is that? Exactly. And so that was long before the Internet. So we used to do things through the Yellow Pages or calling the operator zero, you know, for guided assistance. Oh, my God, I can't believe that. just seems like another world, literally, you know. I mean, it's just so crazy. So in today's world, we just type things in in the search and things pop up. So utilize this ability to help grow your business. It's really important. There is, um, for those of you who have construction or services that can support neighborhoods or people with homes, you can go into the areas in which you want and you can become members of that community's email list. So you can market your services to them. There's Yelp. 
there's all sorts of things for people who want to have in, and this is not, you know, housing stuff, but meetup.com is a great place for people to start out to have uh, people come to your meetings or to your groups or how to start a business. I know a woman who she does the basics on how to start a business on meetup.com. It's really great for her. Um, you know, then she has her clients moving on into other areas. So you're not limited to one or two things. And with that being said, there are an enormous amount of stuff out there that can make you very confused and tired and too much. So choose wisely what feels right for you. Just because I say, you know, go start to have um, sessions at a meetup.com doesn't mean that it's right for you. If you were my specific client and I knew who you were exactly and I say that, then go do that. The point is, is that you have everything at your fingertips. So again, get out of the scarcity, the fear, the lack. The abundance is there for you to create and to grow. So that's um, my little upbeat about, um, about marketing at the moment. Also, I really think that it's, and I probably, this goes along with the beginning of our show, but be sure to get your systems in check. And so that means, do you need a coach? Do you need a mentor? What programs? do you need to learn? Once you get past that, if you're a coach and you have obviously your services, what programs are you, you have to create your programs just like you have to know if you're going to have a pet store, like we talked about earlier, what products did you want to have the, the pets in the store for people to pet? Can they touch them? Can they not? Do you have a special room that you can put dogs in? All this stuff needs to be created and it's fabulous because it will make you unique in well, I was going to give the year, but in the 80s, also. <laughs> oh, my Lord. In the 80s. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are we dating <laughs> ourselves? <laughs> yes. Taking me back to uh, one of my first businesses, I had a pet store in Santa Monica that I think you guys have heard me talk about. And so there was an amazing, amazing pet store. And I actually bought into it. I didn't start it. I didn't get the rep. I didn't do anything. I bought into it and I enjoyed it. And we worked it from there. The reason I bought into it was their marketing and everything was so good. They were, they had miniature horses. We had corrals inside our store windows on Wilshire Boulevard in Euclid. I mean, how cool is that for people to be walking or driving and they see a miniature horse or an emu and people, you know, that would bring people in. Well, guess who started coming? Entertainment Tonight used to interview us a lot because they found that store to be unique. That was our uniqueness was you come mm. into the store and you can touch any animal you want, you know, so that brought in children, parents, um, it was, it was a, a fabulous experience. So create your uniqueness. It doesn't have to look or be like anyone else. If you are deeply moved, passionately moved by something, give it a shot. You could pass it around your friends or business people or your coach if you have it, which is the best thing, and see if it's something. I mean, because, you know, we're not always right, but that idea of allowing people to enjoy animals was fabulous. It worked for um, our grooming uh, department that we ha had there as well, because people would come in, you know, first to see the animals, and they're like, oh, you guys have a grooming section. This is fabulous, you know. So there's many different ways that you guys can increase your income in your businesses 
but make sure that it's fun. Make sure that it feels right authentically to you. And do have your systems in check. Have them all set up because that is part of knowing how much money you need to invest, how much money you, you will need to to put out, and how much time to create this. Just because you rent a building, say, if it's brick and mortar, and you decide, I want to have a pet store, you have to have your signage outside, your lighting, you have to have your flooring in, you have to have your shelving, you have to have everything, your products brought in. So that's the same for every brick and mortar store. If you're online, remember, your website also works as your store. So that has to be in place. You need to have all your products, because if people are saying, wow, you have a really, so say somebody came to me, you have a really kick-ass website, Mia, which they do. I really want to come and, you know, learn learn from you. Can you, te- can you tell me what your services are? Well, if I didn't know, and if I didn't have experience in coaching people through self-love and through trauma and stuff, I would be out of business super duper fast because those are important. I've already had my structures that I've worked with people for years and years and years and years. It's like, you know, spiritual therapy or something. So my point is that you've got to know everything. Bonnie Sex Butter, she she knew about the packaging. It reminds me of the frozen food business that we talked about last week that we used to have. We had to have the packaging, the labels, the manufacturer. All of this stuff needs to be in place. So know, know your stuff because it'll make you more powerful. What would you like to add to that, Ms. Bon Bon? I mean, that's really, I mean, I think that what you said kind of really encompasses it all is like knowing your stuff because knowing your stuff, you know, like when you're talking to somebody, they know your confidence level. And when you know your stuff, you're confident and you can just like come out with anything. And not only that, you're quick to respond. You know what I mean? Like you're able to be quick to respond. It's like when you know something like the back of your hand, it's not an effort, you know what I'm saying, to get it out there, to say whatever it is you need to say. That's one of the reasons why me and I don't have to spend hours prepping for a, a radio show because we know our stuff. We do this every day. We deal with this all the time when we're working with our clients, when we're doing our own work. And all of this information is just natural for us. So when people see that, you know, like if you're trying to get people, you know, you want, you want to be a guru or you want to be a business mentor or a finance mentor or a dating mentor, you know, and you want to help people find whatever it is that they're looking for or get better at whatever it is that they're trying to do or make more money or sell more products or whatever it is that you're doing, you have to be that person for them to be able to trust you. So if you don't know what you're talking about, or if you have to say, oh, wait, let me look for my notes, that's not going to go over so well. Because when you're in the middle of a coaching session with somebody, you don't have time to go looking for your notes. You need to know this stuff. You are supposed to be the expert. You are supposed to be the one who knows. So make sure you knowing your stuff is the most important thing. It really is. Because every single person you talk to, like, you could end up going to a restaurant. So I'm going to give you an example of something that happened very recently. On Sunday, I was out with a friend, and we went to a restaurant. And I ended up getting engaged in this conversation with this very famous photographer. And the topic ended up turning to, he was actually creating some perfumes, high-end perfumes. And so I ended up starting to talk to him about the product that I created. 
And we were talking about marketing. We were talking about how do you market to, you know, high-end people without being racy? How, how did your product become different because he, like me, is using all plant-based oils? Well, we have something in common. Had I not known all the things that I know about my product, I could not have sit there and had an intelligent conversation with him for an hour and a half. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, That's it right. just would never have happened. And mm-hmm. it ended up being, like, where he wants to try the product. He may want to photograph it. Who knows? He knows, like, all the right people that I need to market my product. I mean, I don't know who this guy can end up introducing me to. But had I not known my stuff, that conversation would have been very different, if even happening at all. Right. You know what's really cool about what you just said is, this is why it's so important to have what you do be a part of who you are. Because not only did Bonnie make a really cool connection, she's creating community. Because she's opened up to somebody. They came together collaborating, talking, discussing the content of the product and how to run it. What that does is now he sees her as, as you know an equal with him in the business world. And how cool is that? Now this could expand out. So community, marketing, all of this, be open to people. Don't be afraid. Get get over that. Another marketing aspect that I just thought that I just want to throw out to people really fast is this show is our marketing, is one form of marketing. So as you create stuff, understand there's a slew of ways to get yourself out there. And um, I've, I've had a show well, this is my third radio show. I've had shows for the last nine years, and they have been, and they're all, they've all been different. I've, I've never done a business show before, but, you know, I talk about this stuff all the time. The others were about love and relationships and that kind of stuff. So my point to you is there's so many ways in which to expand. There's so many ways to grow community. Look at everything you do as supporting not just yourself, but another. Here's, here's when, when Bonnie was talking this flashed through my head and I, you know, about knowing your stuff and I got to share with you guys. There was a coach that I was in the same field as me. And about seven years ago, I interviewed him on my show, my, um, I can't remember, Oh, life with the passion news or something like that, or the passion News show. I can't remember what, which, which show, if it was the first one or the second one. Anyways, my point is, is he did not know his stuff from his heart. He was reading through his book and he was stumbling. So I watched him over the years. And when I started in the you know, coaching business, this is why I started, because I've watched so many other coaches stumbling and business owners frustrated and it doesn't flow through them. And guess what? They're not making money. So when you know your stuff, when you shine like a bright light because you're sharing with the world, that's where your money flows. Bonnie always talks about in our offices, let's have as much light come in because that helps clear the way for money. So it's mm-hmm. the same way in, in your business. In your pers- you know, your business does become your personal life because they go hand in hand. It's who you are. If you worked at McDonald's, and nothing's wrong with that, but if you work at McDonald's, that is a job. That is not combining your personal life with your business life. So if you are a business entrepreneur, you have a big company, a small company, it doesn't matter. Ingrain it all together. There is a very happy medium. 
And I just love what Bonnie was saying about meeting this new person, because this is the way that she and I perform our life. You know, wherever we are, we are open to talk to people. If you are open, and we are both actually introverts, everybody. I know you won't believe it, but it's true. <laughs> but, but when you gain your confidence in your product in, and in who you are, you are able to stand there and talk to as many people, thousands at a time if necessary, because it's not about you. It's what you're giving to someone else. So know your stuff. Have it literally flow through you. That's what I wanted to share about that. That's right. So I think that's the end of our show this week. Oh, my God, this was amazing, Mia. I'm so excited that we got to talk about all of these need-to-knows to start yes. and grow your business. And don't forget, you can go to businessandfinancementoring.com and grab that ebook because that is going to give you so much detail of what you need to know. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Welcome to Business and Money Mentors. Together, Mia, your business mentor, and Bonnie, Miss Money Boss, guide you on the need-to-knows to grow and manage your business successfully.